Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome back with another episode of Top Tier Tactics. I am Natter. We are currently watching a crazy Tuesday night football out of all things. This is the second time in NFL history we ever have a NFL game on Tuesday. Bud, how are you? I'm telling you right now, I need I need Fancy Jesus to come up okay. and uh, get a little A.J. Brown touchdown here. Uh, right now, they are currently 22 seconds left in the red zone. Uh I would like to see it also in the league. I am down 15 points. I currently have Josh Allen and AJ Brown. What do you What do you think my chances are right now? I'm I'm telling you, I'm I'm getting I'm getting a message. Okay. From, from your boy Fancy Jesus. Let's hear it. You want to hear it? I'm 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 you sure? craving to hear it. All right. Let me, let me. He's saying you're gonna win. I'm gonna win 15 points. Josh Allen. Yeah. AJ oh, yeah. Brown. 22 seconds left until half. He says, "Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. You you relax. You have a drink." Okay. Put your feet up. Sounds good. You got this. I'm I'm counting on it and fully expecting it. Now, of course, uh, this this is going to be a wild week because everything got changed. Everything's getting restructured. Yep. We're still waiting for all the COVID tests right now. It looks like Anthony Sherman from the Chiefs he got placed on the COVID list, but they said that he did not test positive for COVID. So maybe he uh. He maybe he interacted with somebody with COVID, but they're going to quarantine him a handful more days just to make sure he does not test positive. I think this is a good move by the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, isolate whoever you can if there's someone close to being in contact. It sucks, but you need to do it. Oh, Tannehill's doing it. Tannehill just took Tannehill it in for a score. I mean, congratulations to him, but that's not A.J. Brown. That doesn't, that doesn't do you any good. It doesn't help. No, it doesn't help many all. people. Absolutely not. All righty, let's head to it. NFL headlines. So NFL waivers on Yahoo is going to clear on Thursday. I think this is a significant change because not only will it give you a shorter span to set your lineup, which is a negative, but a huge positive is you're going to hear a lot of injury updates, which will allow you to really key in on what kind of moves you want to make. Yeah, I mean it. It's definitely a weird situation. I'm I'm not surprised. There's been so much things going on right now. Uh, just, I think you'll even get more information on waivers. You'll you'll have a little bit more time to figure out what your plan is, though. It'll give you an opportunity to make some trades first. Ooh, dude! Ooh, did, he, did he did he roll his ankle incorrectly? T- Tannehill looked like he hyperextended his knee. His right knee. Looks like he's laughing it off he, right now. He but is laughing it, fi- it off, but it did not look pretty, and it it was very unathletic. <laughs> Give him five <laughs> minutes until the adrenaline wears off and I, see how he reacts. Yeah, I mean, he. I think he is going to be limping. It definitely bothered him, and he knew he did something stupid. Yeah, it was a little silly yeah. on one hand. Now, back to the subject at hand. Waivers getting cleared. I think this would be good for people wanting to make trades because yeah. now, now you can make a trade and then assess if you need to make a waiver claim, or if you're unable to make a trade happen, now you can assess what you need on the waivers. And now you can hear the injury reports much later in the week. Now, does it clear on Thursday, or is it clearing basic? So is it clearing Wednesday midnight leading into Thursday, or is it clearing Thursday midnight leading into Friday? 
No, no, no. I think it's Wednesday night. Wednesday midnight. So going yeah, into Wednesday midnight going into Thursday is information that I'm getting. So Thursday morning you'll wake up and have your waiver claims. So basically, we're gonna be going through buy, trade, and sells later on in the episode. Yes, we can. Now we can actually turn that into a mini waiver wire segment, if yeah. you will. Yeah, definitely. Because because now when this episode comes out, which would be Wednesday morning, uh, they will be able to hear it. And then if a player is actually on the waivers of who we mentioned, you'll still have an opportunity to go get exactly. It. I, th- I think this is a good a good thing that Yahoo's doing it. But I actually I don't think it's necessary. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, these the, the final s- games are going to be ending on Tuesday night anyway. I see what they're doing. I, I understand to a certain extent. It's not that needed. It's not that needed, yeah. but uh, I think it'll end up being a good thing. Mm-hmm. Now, in other major news, Le'Veon Bell. Finally, the Jets had enough, or Adam Gase had enough, I should say. Let's 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 throw some respect over there, okay? Okay. I, I'm gonna give him a little respect because he's he spoke his mind. That's exactly what I would have done. It's like, what? Adam Gase is trash. Adam Gase is a horrible head coach. And and he's just kind of fed up with it. He's he's fed up with how he's been used. He looks horrible. I'm, I'm going to say that blatantly. He doesn't look that great. He does not look that great, but he's not wrong. I, I get it. Uh, so I'm glad he's acting out. I don't like how he is acting out. You going... On Twitter, liking tweets, republishing tweets, and all that good stuff. I don't think that's the right move. If you want to get traded, buy in a, an NFL caliber team. They're going to look at that and go, mm. do we really want that on mm. our roster? I don't think they care. Because right now, Earl Thomas, I, I, he, he went this way. He's on an NFL roster. Earl he's, Thomas, a, he's a pro bull. Earl Thomas fought someone on practice field. That, that is a little bit different. And he had problems in the locker room on a regular basis. That is the biggest issue with Earl Thomas right now. And <laughs> Earl Thomas was on the Baltimore Ravens, which is a very good team and has a very good structure. If you're going to – I don't even think you can judge it off of that. The Jets are horrendous, and they are not even close to what the Baltimore Ravens are. So I get what you're saying, but I think it's apples to oranges. Uh, I feel like I agree to a certain certain extent – but I definitely do not think he is painting himself in a good picture for an up-and-coming NFL team. Because let's yeah. face it, I mean, a, I, yeah. a rebuilding team is not going to go out and get Lev Bell. It's going to be no, no, near no, no. a playoff caliber team to a championship run team yeah. that's, that's trying to make that little playoff push, if you will, Correct. to get themselves there. So I, I don't think a NFL caliber or championship caliber team wants that in their already-made locker room. Or if someone goes out, say Christian McCaffrey comes back, Okay. Blows out his knee. Ouch. Uh, Mike Davis is there. That's that's a bad comp. Someone who is going to make a championship run, and they need a running back because their their running back blows their knee out. That's where I see a move happening more than anything. Because these middle tiers to low end tiers are not going to go after a. Oh, ooh, AJ Brown touchdown right there. That's a replay. Unfortunately, oh, no. stop, it, stop, it stop rooting. Beautiful. It looked beautiful. It was a nice catch. It, it was a nice beautiful. throw. It was a nice route. But I don't. I I was trying to rack my brain on where he could actually go. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna discuss the buy trade and sell because he's definitely gonna be on that list. Let's save it for that moment, just so we don't go too in detailed in the NFL headlines section. But I definitely agree with your logic so far. Dalvin Cook is expected to miss 
the game against the Falcons. I think that is huge because the Falcons, their their defense, a little, little doggy doo doo, daddy poo poo. So uh, it is definitely going to be unfortunately unfortunate that you're going to miss this matchup because when you were drafting Dalvin Cook, that was definitely one of the big reasons that you wanted him because of his juicy matchups in the middle of the season. Yeah, I, I mean, Dalvin Cook. It's exactly what we said in the last podcast. It is definitely what we said. We yeah. definitely expected him to miss some time. So it is unfortunate, but definitely expected that he does. So hopefully you listen to us when we said if you draft Dalvin Cook, you better have Alexander Madison on your roster as well. Because unfortunately, he is going to get the bulk of the carries. And I fully expect him to have over 100 yards and at least one touchdown. Now, Keenan Allen exited the game early Monday night after a touchdown, his touchdown catch, and ended up with back spasms. He would typically miss a game, but now week six is their bye week because they're scheduling. They had a scheduling change, so now they have a week six bye instead of a week ten bye, which I think could definitely go into his advantage to give him some time to heal. Yeah, I mean, I have had back spasms. And How is it? It shoots down from the back all the way down your legs every so, time so, you walk. So it's very uncomfortable, but after a week, you're good. Explain uh, a back a spasm days, to me. I don't understand. What do, what do you mean? Explain about like, like what is it like? So it's a, it's literally what it says. It's a spasm in your back. So every time you are walking, it depends on how critical or how how bad it is. Okay, is you you step and you see a shooting pain down your leg, like a pain, a pain, not like a like a vibration. Like you're no, like no, kind of no, like, no, no, like, no. like you it's, lose control. It's a pain. No, no, it's a pain. Yeah, you can, you can you're still in control. Okay, but you're definitely walking. Very gingerly on a regular basis. It it took a day or two to be fine after that, but you're gonna leave practice. You're gonna rest. You're gonna ice up. You're gonna you're gonna hot cold hot cold and try to loosen up that back a little bit and kind of stay off it as much as you can. So that bye week is is massive for him. Okay, I mean I I, I think the bye week is great. It's nice to know what a back spasm is because I. I my my ideology of a back spasm was sure. like you just lose control of your limbs now and all of a sudden not, like you know kind of like in the movies you know. where uh, i don't know three stooges so, or tom and jerry where they have a back spasm and all of a sudden like, like slap the person in front of them so think about it this way like you step and then you shoot a rubber band like you snap a rubber band uh-huh. that's almost the same thing same concept is is it like your muscle is spasming so you lift up the rubber band and uh-huh. you let it go and it shoots down your leg pretty much that sounds like fun I do. I do want to give Derrick Henry a shout out for oh, him absolutely beautiful. stiff arming the living daylight out of Josh Norman. Of that course, was beautiful. It, it was great. That was beautiful. I felt a little bad for Norman because he, that's that's embarrassing. I did. He talks so much, dude. You're he gonna does. get it back. But but it was an offsiding penalty. So I mean, the play didn't count. So therefore, <laughs> did the stiff arm really count? Yeah, it did. I don't yeah, know. it did. Uh, it's <laughs> not on the stat sheet. They had to fly him back from China. He went so far, <laughs> dude. I'm just saying. So. That is enough for the NFL headlines. Now let's get back to the meat, gritty, great part, the juicy of the episode, which is a buy, sell, hold. So we're, we're going to have some fun. We're going to go back back and forth. I'll list a name. You list a name. Yeah. And then we're going to decide whether we want him on our team, sell, or keep hold, all that good stuff. Okay. So we're going to start it off with Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay. Uh, Juju, I'm going to hold. You're going to hold. I'm going to hold Juju, see what happens. See how long Deontay Johnson is actually out for. Do you have any news on that, by the way? There is no news out okay. there. Just, okay. just, just making sure I'm not missing anything there. I, I'm holding and, and waiting on Juju. I, I still have faith in Juju, but it hasn't been looking good the last couple of weeks. 
it's it's disappointing that a wide receiver consistently keeps breaking out for the Steelers and Juju is just kind of on the sidelines racking up five catches for 40 yards and calling it a day at this point he is a touchdown dependent wide receiver it's unfortunate because typically you want to label running backs as touchdown dependent but right now I, I think Juju is a little bit more on the touchdown dependent side if he wants to be fantasy relevant or else if you're in a half point PPR league then you should probably get used to seven points out of him yeah I, I mean I agree with that I totally agree now I do want to say Deontay Johnson back was limited at practice that's a good sign so for it is a good back. sign but I, I do not think he'll play it's difficult in my opinion to to have somebody with a back issue leave a game so early get ruled out so early and then he comes back for the next week obviously if he doesn't play that is a little upgrade for juju as well it, it could be and it could be a uh disappointment because now they have less receivers to guard chase claypool would be the beneficiary of that in my opinion who of course we talked about in our waiver wire episode yesterday a little reminder if he is available in your league to pick him up last time i checked i think he was three percent owned so he's probably available uh now next on our list is a trio which is the cowboys wide receiving core we have amari cooper cd lamb and michael gallup sorry jerry no yeah, no CD you got lamb. it i was got right it. i was you... right i didn't believe in myself <laughs> you're so used to being wrong, wrong on the yeah. names you switch them up so many times that you your mind tricked you a little bit. It did. It did. So now we got the trio, and what Dak Prescott was averaging 450 yards a game. So right now, Dak Prescott owns the single highest passing yard game this season. He owns the second highest single passing yard game this season. He also owns the third single he, highest passing yard this season. So it's different now. He was on pace for 6,000 yards. I, Which I, is I don't, absolutely I don't imagine ridiculous. That. Yeah absolutely ridiculous so, so it changes you're not gonna be able to support three wide receivers anymore back from week one to week five you were supporting three wide receivers I, I think you I think you know my my comments on this one yes so I think you already do uh, CD lamb is playing phenomenally he's playing and, pretty good I, I am very comfortable with CD lamb I'm comfortable with Amari Cooper you're gonna have up and down games we saw the down game this week it, we are still going to have that Amari Cooper there that has not changed it's just been a longer period of time before that actually showed up. Gallup is the guy I'm staying away from. So Gallup went up and picked up two insane catches in the mm -hmm. game winning drive with Andy Dalton on the yep. field. I don't expect him to be a, a, a nine route runner, a streak and go across the field. Uh, I expect him to write, run some more intermediate to short routes. Uh, but it is, it is a concern. You're going to have to hit the reset button. It's like yeah. a computer. You hit the reset. You reboot it. You format it, and you're going to have to wait and see what goes on. But if if I got a good offer for C.D. Lamb, for a Gallup, for an Amari Cooper, in my opinion, I'm taking it. Yeah, if you get a good enough offer where you have another option that you know he's going to get the volume and you feel comfortable with it and he's a safer bet, I think you do that for sure. But I don't think you're going to get that offer right now. No, it might be a little difficult. Say right now you're owning Michael Gallup and somebody offers you Philip Lindsay. Would you take it? I mean, no. I, I don't think so. You, I oh, would consider it because I'm not. I don't think Gallup is going to be. Gallup's upside is way less than Philip Lindsay's. If if Melvin Gordon gets hurt, then Philip Lindsay is going to have a lot more volume than Michael Gallup is. Gallup has a lot of people in front of him, in my opinion. 
So you'd rather have Lindsay? It would it would be borderline, but yeah. You take it? Okay. I just kind of wanted a... I, I think Lindsay is a great middle line little thing to go after. Now, next on the list is on the other side of the football during Sunday, which is Evan Ingram. Uh, he had two rushes for a touch... Two rushes, one rushing touchdown, but... Which is nice to see because it looks like they want to get him involved. The 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 contradictory to that is that he had two targets, one reception, one reception. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't. I don't. I, I really. I really don't. They they have no one. They have no one, and yet he still he's, can't get involved. He's still not getting targets on a regular basis. Something is going on. Him and Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes, are not on the same page. They need to figure out something. I think they tried to this game. I think they're going to keep trying. You're, I would hold him. Do I feel comfortable with it? Probably not, but I'm not going to get anything for him. So I'm going to hold. Hopefully they keep trying to get him involved, which I think they will. It's just not a good spot to be in. He is a high upside tight end, yeah. and there isn't very many of them, which is why it is confusing. It's unfortunate, and it's frustrating that he does stuff like this. Uh, I mean, last year he broke a 74-yard touchdown in that major week, but that was his only catch of the game. So it, it, it is unfortunate that he was only able to get two reception, two targets and one reception against the Cowboys, who, who have an abysmal defense. Uh, moving on back to the man of the hour, Le'Veon <laughs> Bell. Never heard of him. Never heard of her. <laughs> who would you like to have? If I get a deal, I'm I'm moving him. If I can get something for him, I'm gonna trade him. Okay. But so the issue is, what are you actually? What is? What are people actually offering at this point? If if somebody offered you, ju- if you own Lev Bell and mm-hmm. somebody offered you Juju, yeah. If si- not even thinking about it, Amari send Cooper. Me Juju. Yeah. Send me Amari. CD. Yep. Jerry Judy. No. 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 Okay, uh, one more, one more, one more. Uh, Chris Godwin. No, Chris Godwin. I'd do that one also. I would do Godwin. Yeah, yeah, too. I'd do Godwin. Throw yeah. Michael Thomas in there. I'll take him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, one more. Robbie Anderson. Yeah, I'd take that in Harvey. Yeah, I would yeah, take, take Robbie that Anderson, Anderson too. Okay. It's just not a good sign. So so let's backtrack a quick little quick little hot second. He's He wants to be traded, and they're currently shopping him. There aren't any landing spots. Unfortunately, I hate and it pains me to say this. There is no landing spot for him better than him currently on the Jets. That's not a good spot. That's not a good spot, but it says a lot. I can't feel comfortable starting Lev Bell with Adam Gase there. Fair. Especially after what Lev Bell did. I can't do it. And that's exactly why I said Freeman over Lev Bell this weekend. And it worked out phenomenally well. Because I can't trust what he's actually going to do. And that offense looks horrible. It's it's a massive disappointment. They're on their quarterback two. They're on their wide receiver three. They're on their O-line four. Whoa. It's just it's just bad over there. But it's Crowder? a worse offensive scheme. I mean, we're, we're going to talk about him. Don't worry. We'll him, baby. He'll be on our list as AOAJ Brown with a nice little 15-yard gain. That's what I like to see there, boy. Keep it going. Keep it moving. Fancy Jesus. Fancy. Yeah, I'm he just I'm speaks. He it speaks. It. I'm hoping for it. So, so let, let, can you tell me a team where he has an upgrade in scenario? 
I really can't. So trade the trade deadline is in three weeks. A team is supposed to trade for Le'Veon Bell in three weeks. I'm trying to rack my brain on what good options or or where he can go. Where I would like him to go would be the 49ers. I, if they I could use it. if they could if they would use him as the main back, I think he would be phenomenal. The, just the way they run that offense, I would be amazing. But I know that's not going to happen. Yeah, because They're, they have no. while they have ten million in salary cap right now for this There's year. No uh, technically, the the Jets own that salary cap, so you have a quick one year rental for him. The Niners aren't necessarily going anywhere, and the running back committee isn't exactly the issue, which is why I'd find it difficult to do that. You could definitely use him as a nice wide receiver out in the backfield, which I'm sure they would enjoy at this point with how their offense is going. But uh, I mean, I can't think of another team. Okay, here, here's a quick hot take: okay. the Steelers. I could see it, but, but they, won't I, it. they won't do it. They wouldn't do no it. No way they would do it. And no way, I don't think he would go. Ooh, another A.J. Brown catch. Another A.J. Brown. Don't get kicked out of the hey, game, A.J. Don't get kicked out of the game. Hey, six-yard catch, happy right, PR. That's relax. 1. 1 right there. I like it. I, I'm trying to figure it out here, and I really I can't think of any. There is no scenario. I really he, can't. He'll become a Leonard Fournette where he becomes a relatively touchdown or bust touchdown dependent RB. But he, but right now he is already currently that. Does he even have a touchdown this season? No. I don't think he does. No, he does not. He does not, which is why he is in uh, a low-end flex he at has, this point. He has five points and seven points through the season. So uh, I'm not sure what – I mean, I understand the Jets. I think they are correct in trying to trade him. I, I thought they were going to trade him – uh, this year or like this, this training camp. I, 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 and I think they should have, they should have. Probably, If you do not want to use him and there is a disconnect, you need to trade him for how much money you have him and try to get something out of it. The issue is no one's going to give them anything that is worth their time. Well, the see the jets already have explained that they want a late, they'll take a late round draft pick or a back end player. So they just want garbage. They, they, they just want to get rid of a salary. Yeah. At this point, they want to it's, dump it. It's understandable. They're not going anywhere. They're not going, they're not going anywhere. They might as well get a late round pick and try to rebuild, which is hilarious. Cause w- I want to get into like Adam Gase a little bit. I know you okay? do. Is that okay? Please. I'm just, you all right, know, go for it. You know? we, we got time. We so got time. if they're, if they're going to rebuild, okay. He's not is the Adam Gase going to be? Coach. Yeah, is He's Adam Gase going to be there for no. another four years? No, like no. make a move. If, if they go make to a move re- and see what you got, this they, is this is a joke. Yeah, if they go into rebuild mode, I'd have a hard they're time justifying. Re- they're in rebuild mode. Are you they kidding are in me rebuild right mode, But if they go in a deeper, hard reset rebuild, how do you mode? get a deeper? You're on five. How do you get deeper? Uh, I get have it. seen. I am professional, and I have seen horrible teams. Okay, Oakland Raiders have been horrendous for. A long period of time, and they're moving in the right direction now. But I've seen teams that are dead in the water. They are a hundred percent dead in the water. They need to cut their losses and figure it out. What, the only way they can go deeper in the rebuild is getting rid of Sam Darnold, which I don't think they'll do. I think they still need to figure out what they have in him, but they need I, to help him out. I feel like they need a coach that actually can coach. That that's what they need to see if Sam Darnold's actually viable to run that offense and run that team or run a offense. I, I don't even consider Adam Gase's offense an offense. You can't. It's a joke. It's Joe Flacco's offense. Oh, my God. Flacco. Dude, put Flacco as offensive coordinator. I bet you he's better. Uh, I, no, no doubt. No doubt. No he, doubt. He, I know he, he knows how to scheme. 
a wide receiver open. I mean, he is a Super Bowl MVP caliber elite oh, quarterback. God. So, I mean, th- th- that's apples to oranges. Th- there's no comparison. <laughs> oh, don't hurt my feelings. <laughs> Chris Godwin, next on the list, injured 90% of the time. Healthy 5% of the time. But when he's healthy for that 5%, it is very nice. So, what, what do you want to do with Godwin? I'm holding. I, I don't think you're going to get enough. Now, enough Godwin was drafted him. in the second round-ish. Second, Mid, second round, round-ish, late yeah. second round-ish, depending on the league format. So, I mean, you, you definitely invested in a lot. Yeah. You have not gotten any of that return no. from him. I mean, M- Michael Thomas has given you more. So, I, I do have a trade offer Okay, for you. Okay. What That's about right. Kenyon Drake for Chris Godwin? I'd do it. So, you, so get wait, Ken, you get Kenyon Drake? I'm getting Kenyon Drake? I'd yeah. do it, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, at least we have some sort of a... Semblance on where where you should be looking. I, I mean, at. right now, Chris Godwin, he is a disappointing wide receiver. Not not because he's playing poorly, but because he's not there. He's but that's basically the, the same thing. You have a disappointing running back in Kenyon Drake. I wouldn't mind swapping disappointments, but one of them's playing and the other one is not. Hopefully, you didn't have Saquon and Kenyon Chris Drake. Godwin. Oh, then then I'm, you're in, you're in deep trouble. I think a lot of people do are going to have some sort of issue like that, and if you do, yeah. You kind of have to make a move at some point. Yeah, at, th- at that point, you're going to have to sell, get some depth and whatnot. But uh, so I want to go back to uh, a point. I want to I want to pat our backs real quick. I want to pat my back. OK, let's do it. Because because during the free uh, not free agency, during the draft yep. time, I told everybody and we, we went here on the podcast mm-hmm. and said, you take Mike Evans over Chris Godwin. You did. You Mike Evans was the guy. And and we both iterated that. I was not a Godwin fan, but you were, you were high on the Harry Potter fan. Yeah, you got to If somebody Absolutely. has a Harry Potter magic in him, you go with it. True. So True. I, I mean, I'm not surprised. No, by I'm all not this, either. I am a little surprised that Mike Evans stopped becoming a yard yard yak. Uh, monster and ended up becoming a nice red zone threat for Tom Brady. I think that is great and only going to elevate his value. But uh, I mean, that's what you have for Chris Godwin. I would like to hold him because I invested so much into him. That means you just got to hold on to. But uh, if an offer comes along and you're one and four, oh, and five, two, two and two, and you're on the losing side of this week right now, you're going to have to make a move and sacrifice. Yeah. So, on the exact opposite side of the spectrum, you have DK Metcalf. Yes. Give me give me a rundown. Just a monster right now. Right now he's An wide receiver. Absolute monster. So he is the only wide receiver in the NFL currently with n- at least ninety yards in every one of his games or do, a touchdown. Do I think? <gasps> do do I <gasps> think? Oh, okay. All right. Let's. Okay, we changed. We changed the whole okay, plan okay, here. Okay, we're okay. Re, we're we're rebooting the let's whole thing here. Okay, let's go back. Let's go. Let's back. go back. Oh. Buy and sell trade is completely Buy. done right now, and we have some breaking news. Why don't you shout it out? Le'Veon Bell has been released. Oh my God, this is this is beautiful. This is absolutely beautiful, and I love it, and I'm excited. So. He's free for all now. I, I, what, I don't know. He's what, got a clear waivers first. First, he has to clear waivers. I don't. We don't know what the waiver priority is for the NFL, but he's got a clear waiver. I think he clears. No, I think he clears. No, I don't. I think he does. So, so six, so six he, million. He doesn't have a contract now. No, he should. He should still have six million. I think six was million what is I nothing for Le'Veon Bell right now. The, I think he clears. Who do you think he goes to? <sighs> okay, okay, I think he clears. He gets a lower. They're gonna they're gonna offer him a lower salary. Two, three. Roughly in that range, but where is he gonna go? Okay, 
Uh, all right, all right, all right. Because uh, you know th- that's what we need to figure Red out. Redskins, I could see them, <sighs> but they're horrible. The, no, they, they are horrible, but they are in a worse division. It's, it's different. It's different for the Redskins. They they could they could win the division. So uh, I would not put that past them, especially with the injuries with the Cowboys. Now now that division is absolutely wide open. Um, the Niners, they need help, but I don't think they need running back help. They need offensive line help. I think they, they won't be too much better than the Jets when I have, it's all said I have, and done. I have a little spice here. Let's hear it. All right. Yeah, what, hear me out. Okay. You list yours, and then I got one more for you. Eagles. A little shocker there. I don't mind it. Right. it, it it'll hurt a lot of Miles Sanders', Sanders on stock will just drastically It'll plummet. Drop. It'll plummet. Um, another one. Team we're watching right now, the tight the Bills, the Bills. Okay, they are a very good team that is has high potential of going to the Super Bowl potentially. And Devin Singletary is good, but He's they probably bad. need a little more depth there. And I'm sure they would be very happy with that situation. And I could see Lev Bell being on the Bills. I could see it. One more I'm going to list is the Bears. Ooh, they yeah. need to replace a pass catching back to Rick Cohen. Uh, and with Love Bell being such a great pass blocker right now, he would be a great RB2 because right now Cordell Patterson owns that spot, which I think uh, I, th- I think they need to figure something out there. So, uh, I mean, that that's a huge surprise. And now we have to figure out what they do with Sam Darnold and how they evaluate him going forward this year because they might move on from him. You think they're going to move on from Sam Darnold? I, you just destroyed a quarterback, Adam Gase. That, that that's what I think. No. Every every time that, that I hear someone is going to go away from somebody, and Adam Gase is the head coach, that's what I feel like because it's happened over and over again. So so hear me out. Okay. The 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 Jets fall away from Sam Darnold just like how they did to Tannehill, and right now Tannehill's currently. Beating the Buffalo Bills twenty-one ten. Yeah. So if Sam Darnold goes to another team, he's gonna kill it. He didn't kill the career; he elevated the career. Oh my god! So uh, that's where I'm setting it right now. Adam Gase is next on the hot seat. No, actually, I think this proves that Adam Gase's job is safe. If this is the New York Jets are the biggest joke in the NFL, the Cleveland Browns are a way better organization than the New York Jets. This is that if that is true and Adam Gase is safe, this is this is ridiculous. Uh, that, that, Absolutely ridiculous. I have no problem with them releasing him. I think that's probably a better option. I think, but if that means he's safe for another whole year and they keep him for next year. I don't know what's going on or what they're doing in the background right there, but it is a horrible decision. It, Absolutely horrendous. It's horrible, but it's logical because if, if you're going to side with the coach and release the player when they have friction, it just means the owner believes in him. The owner's an idiot. The, I'm telling you, the owner is – hey, when's the last time you've done anything? Last time – Have you um, ever won a Super Bowl? Mar- last, oh, wait. You have with Namath. How long ago? Okay, last time they did something was the AFC Championship game with Mark, Mark Sanchez, Sanchez, and then after that fumble. we had butt fumble. So that that was the last time there was a memorable memorable moment for the Jets was butt fumble. Yeah. Before that was them getting embarrassed with 
the uh, Statue of Liberty play that Tom Brady pulled out, which was still a great phenomenal play. I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah. I think you do. Yeah. There you go. So, I mean, are we ready to set aside Lev Bell or is there anything more you want to discuss here on him? Because uh, that, that opened up a whole can of worms. I'm, uh, wow. Wow. That's all I really have to say at this point. That was – I'm very happy for him. I'm it's, happy it's for better for him. So when when Antonio Brown got released by the Raiders, he released a whole video of him going, I'm free, Grandma, I'm free, I'm flying. Yeah, you're free and not he, playing ever again. But you're, Le- you're Le- Lev Bell's situation is a little different. Lev Bell did not do anything that – Lev Bell is not as crazy as Antonio Brown. I mean, his rap career is a little crazy, but, I mean, football-wise. Your rap career is a joke. But what sure. are you talking about? He's a banger. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Okay, okay. So we, we have a super long list now. Let's, let's try to speed through oh, we're gonna a little bit. We're going to through it then. All righty. So we, we just talked about DK Metcalf. We're holding on to him. A lot of times people want to sell when they have repeated impressive performances by a wide receiver. When, when, you, when you have an offense that's cooking like the Seahawks, you got to hold on to your stars and play them because guess what? You still need points. There's really no point of selling a superstar in of that caliber. Especially if the quarterback has just such a good connection. Oh, yeah. I think that's the biggest factor. It's not a surprise, but Russ is looking for him on a regular. So I, I see it continuing. I mean, when you're fourth and 10 and your option is to throw a fade route across the sideline for 30 yards across the field where Metcalf has to absolutely moss the opposing defender for you to convert that and win the game against the Vikings that's insane I can't believe they called that I can't believe they executed that and I can't believe they won that game which then Metcalf scored the game winning touchdown right after that I mean it's a little crazy how uh, how insane DK Metcalf has been playing especially with Russell Wilson he's He's a hold for me and now Tyler Higby on the complete opposite spectrum of disappointing right now I'm I'm letting him go He's droppable. He's, he, I, I'm I, I don't know if he's droppable, but you're you got to look for other options at this point. He hasn't had a game with more than five targets, even when he scored three touchdowns. Still five targets. If there's a better option, I am letting him go, and I'm probably honestly letting him go anyways. Yeah, uh, right now, Everson Griffin or uh, Griffit. Sorry, who's the other the uh, the other uh, tight ends for the Rams? Uh, it's not what's his name. It's, Griffin. Uh, no, Griffin. it's it's uh, Garrett. Garrett. Uh, God. Uh, here. You know what? Here, while you look that up, I would rather prefer him over Tyler Higby because he's getting reception, he's getting yards, he's getting looks all the way across the field. Uh, we saw Tyler Higby blocking on more than one occasion, on every occasion, while they were going through play action passes. I was immensely disappointed by him. I don't see, I do not see him consistently being a viable offensive option. Next on that list, Everett. Everett. There we go. God, I, 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 I was close. It was. It was close. It was close. It was close. Now T Higgins. On the other hand, oh yeah, hold, hold. I'm trying to buy him. If there's a if if you can get him, I don't think a lot of people have super super high expectations for him. But I would, I would like him on my team. Yes, I, I fully agree. Right now, he's taking on the AJ Green role, and they're going to be on an offense where they're consistently playing from behind, consistently throwing. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, that offense isn't that great. That team isn't that great. But when you're getting targets thrown your way left and right, uh, you're going to put up some fantasy points. Yes. Now, Miles Gaskin, he he played pretty good. It was of yep. course it was against a massively devastated 49er defense, but Jordan Howard was a healthy scratch. Now they paid Jordan Howard a decent amount of money to become their running back. They also traded for Matt Breida. So it's a little surprising to see Miles Gaskin 
take that job. He looks. He just looks a lot better. He looks pretty good. Yeah. That's what it is. And he's a hold. He's a hold. He's definitely a hold. And um, if you don't have him, you could definitely swing your way and try to grab him. Yeah, you can try to give him a buy. See if see kind of just see what everyone's got for him. See exactly. What now we're gonna is. move. We're gonna move down to disappointing and to <laughs> Kenyon Drake. I, I you're holding. You got to hold. Yeah, you're holding. Hopefully, you have Chase Edmonds. I see Chase Edmonds just squeaking in there every week a little more and a little more and just looking better. I don't feel good with Kenyon Drake, but you're going to have to hold him. I'm holding unless somebody gives me a very juicy offer, then I'll accept that and give him the sell tag. But right now, I'm going to be logical and give him a hold. Daryl Henderson. Right now, there's a trio of running backs on the Rams. None of them have the job, but Daryl Henderson has the red zone carries. I'm selling him. You're selling? I'm selling... uh, you know, it is probably Coach Talk. Sean McVay said uh, Cam Akers earned a little more role in that offense. I think he is going to get some more touches in that offense. I'm not going to go overboard with it, but I do see it as a running back by committee. I would try to sell him at this point. Yeah, it's a, it's a committee until an injury happens and it becomes a duo. Now, Cam Akers got his carries late in the fourth quarter in garbage time. Yep. So I... I it, I find it very odd that he consistently says he wants to get K-Makers involved, but the exact opposite consistently happens. Yeah. Uh, on, on the other side, we have LaVisca Chenault, a very interesting character, a rookie wide receiver for the Jaguars. I like him personally. He put up 11 fantasy points this weekend. He's been getting running back snaps. He's been getting wide receiver snaps, and he's getting red zone looks. Uh, I, I think he's a great option. Yeah, I'm holding. If I have him, I'm holding. Waiting to see what you got. He is and a Hopefully waiver you wire. can try to buy him. Yes, he is a waiver wire option mm-hmm. if he is not available. I think he's a must-grab. I think he's a must-own, especially when they don't necessarily have running backs on the Jaguars roster. He just consistently finds his way to stay on the field, which is always a good sign. Henry Ruggs. Yeah. Two catches. 114 yards and a touchdown. I'm holding and waiting. I don't feel... He could be a flex option, but the two is a little concerning for me. I want to see more. I want to see more out of it. I'm selling. Yeah. If you're a dynasty, obviously you're going to hold it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm selling right now in a redraft league. I'm selling. What what are you going to get for him? Uh, um, Give me a love bell. I mean, I don't think anyone would do that. But if they do... Feel free. Oh, oh that's that was that was a horrible throw by Josh Allen. That was a little disappointing was, right there. That was not a good decision. And oh, are they going to take that? What kind of what kind of tackling was that? That was okay. Okay. All right. Well. Okay. Uh, very interesting there. Uh, Robbie Anderson. What's your opinion? You holding, selling? Buying? I'm I'm playing. I'm playing him. I'm, I'm every I'm using week lining him, him up. He, he's a must start at this point. Teddy Bridgewater. He's playing really good football. Robbie Anderson. He's playing very good football. I want him on my team, and Absolutely. I want him started. If if I don't have him, I'm looking to buy him. But you're definitely gonna not want to overpay him because uh, we're. I mean, it, it could change. It could flip script and change at any moment because DJ Moore is still on that field. They still have Curtis Samuel. When McCaffrey comes back, it might it might hinder it a little bit. But right now, he's getting targets. He's getting looks. He's getting production. Absolutely. Hunter Henry. I'm holding, and if you don't have a tight end, I could try to go buy him. I feel comfortable with Hunter Henry. If I'm a Higby owner? I like Hunter Henry. If I'm a Higby? Mm-hmm. If I'm a Zach Ertz owner? Yeah. I'm going after him. Oh, Dude, if you could turn Ertz into Hunter. <laughs> I don't think you can, but that would be awesome. Yeah. Well, right now, I, I think Ertz is going to get the field opened up a little bit. Right now, his other wide receivers are helping him out a little bit. 
but I mean, it, it was a Steelers defense. I'm going to chalk it up as one really very bad game and hope for the best. Uh, other than that, if he has another bad one, guess what? He's going to be on this list next week. So Devontae Freeman had a good game. Mm-hmm. Bad Cowboys defense. Yes. But he's getting carries. He's getting touchdowns. And uh, he's getting looks. He's getting volume. And, and that's the key word I'm, I'm going to say over and over again is, is volume. So he, he's a guy you want to hold on to, you know, and especially at the running back position because we've had so many injuries this year. Hold, you should be able to play him every so often. You're not going to feel super comfortable, but he's starting running back, starting running back right now. Yeah, I fully agree right there. Now, Jamison Crowder, we spoke about him earlier. He was only going to get him. even more targets now. Love him. So uh, he, he had a massive amount of volume with Joe Flacco as the quarterback. Joe Flacco, we don't know exactly how long he's going to be the quarterback. If he, if 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 Sam Darnold doesn't play next week, I I, I feel like that is a coach's decision. Really, I feel like that is a coaching decision. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to do this again. Okay. I'm. So. I'm just going to lose my mind again, and you know where it's going to go. Okay. Just blabbing on about Adam Gase because he's horrendous. But you know my opinion. Oh, oh, oh. fade to the. Okay, I don't know what that, that throw that was. That was a horrible. That was a horrible throw. That was horrible. A- a- oh, oh, penalty though. AJ Brown, come on, give it to AJ Brown. Uh, now, Edelman. Yes. Just had his bye week. He he's been playing a little iffy. He's been getting some fantasy points, been getting some PPR points. Right now, there's not too many wide receivers on the Patriots side. I'm gonna try to sell him. You're gonna try to sell. It hurts to say, but it might be that time for him. I'm gonna hold. Okay. I'm gonna hold. I want to see him play a little bit more. I want to see what that Patriots offense looks like because I, I was pretty impressed with the Patriots offense. I like Cam Newton. I think he's going to sling that ball a little bit for him and see what happens. Now, Tyler Lockett, speaking of disappointment, Oof. everybody's eating on the Seattle Seahawks team except Tyler Lockett. At some point, he is going to. With, that, with how that offense is throwing, I, I would try to go out and buy him. You're probably not going to be spending a lot. You might be able to buy low on him, and you could probably start him. I would wait and see, but he's going to be startable most weeks. Uh, he is still startable every week. He's a flex right now to a low-end wide receiver three. If I do not own him, I'm selling. That's Jonu Smith with a touchdown. John I thought that, I thought that was A.J. Brown for a second. Now it's my good heart effort. Sank. Yeah, good so effort. there was a one on there. So right now, uh, Tyler Lockett is still a, a, low, a wide receiver three, low-end flex, but – I can't imagine him not scoring fantasy points with the offense running the way it is. If I own him, I'm holding. If I don't, I would definitely go out and buy him, see what I'm looking at for him. Hayden Hurst, speaking of disappointing tight ends, uh, he's been disappointing to the max on an offense that has been disappointing to the max other than Calvin Ridley. With that coach being fired, Dan Quinn, do we think – I mean, the offense is going to be a little bit different. I think there's going to be some changes. Maybe they get him involved more, but I'm I'm not touching him. Calvin uh, Calvin Ridley has been the beneficiary yeah. so far of that offense. Uh, uh, Todd Gurley, that's there we go. That's his name. He's been playing phenomenally. He's been scoring some touchdowns, getting some yards on minimal carries, if I might add. So uh, I think that offense is going to stay the way it is. 
meaning Hayden Hurst isn't going to be that productive tight end that we all hoped he would be. Yes. Preston Williams had a monster day against the Niners, but then Love again, them. he was going against the wide cornerback uh, fives mm-hmm. on that uh, on the 49ers depleted roster. But I like what I'm seeing out of him. I'm like uh, seeing out of that offense so far. So Lev Bell, it also came out. There was no trade suitors at all. Yeah, not for even sure. for a late pick anything just just to throw that in there Preston Williams is a very talented wide receiver I like him a lot but don't overreact on this situation to me he's a hold on the bench he's not a start every week it's a matchup dependent and even then only when Fitzmagic goes off Parker is the number one there Yes. Now, Preston Williams, I'm going to put him situationally. If you're tight on a bye week, you can definitely put him in. If he has a good matchup, you can put him in. If yeah. an injury to Devontae, which is inevitable to happen, you could for sure put him in. So uh, I'm definitely holding. I'm not sure I would buy him, though. No. So uh, if you own him, you hold him. If, if somebody comes with a phenomenal offer, okay, go ahead, sell him. But I don't think that is feasible. In my opinion, you should be pairing him up with another player to try to score a, uh, a superstar. Like, say you have a Tyler Lockett pairing with a Preston Williams. See if you can get yourself a, a DK. Oh. Now, last on the list, last on the long list that we've had full of roller coasters, we have Mike Williams, who had a phenomenal mossing catch against the Saints Monday night that set him up for the game-winning field goal, to which uh, Michael, Badley, Michael Badgley ended up missing. <laughs> True. True. I mean... New Orleans defense has not been the same. They have not looked the same as they usually do. We thought they were going to be very good. I'm not overreacting on Mike Williams. Is it a good sign? Yes. But he did do this last year. He would have some big games here and there. Keenan Allen's a main guy. He was not in. I think that's why he got a lot of targets of Keenan Allen's back. I am not going to start Mike Williams. He would be a bench spot for me. Um, He would be a hold or a sell. If you could sell and get somebody for him. I would do that. Yeah, I'm going to be right there with you. I'm trying to sell Mike Williams, but I'm not afraid to hold him and uh, hopefully reap the rewards of a nice deep threat. Absolutely. Now, hopefully you guys can take this advice, apply it, and improve your team. If not, guess what? It looks like you're just not listening hard enough because uh, we're giving you top-tier advice right here, boys. Always. Always. Now, of course, remember to follow. And as soon as this episode airs, we are hopeful that a green screen episode on our YouTube channel at Fantasy Football, uh, at Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football at Yahoo. Of course, if you enjoyed the episode, please give us a follow, leave us a rating, and hopefully you guys can improve your rosters. Absolutely. Good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. 